Blink Radio. This is your concrete conservative, Mac on the Rock, with the radio socialist, Alejandro. How are you doing today? You know, now that I uh, see that the rest of society has woken up in America to realize that Joe Biden's is a dog and pony show that also includes snakes, vermin, I'm happy today because finally it's clear as day that our president is on the take. And this is a guy who you claim won by 8 million votes and I claim ran a racket that he himself admitted to. So my day is great. And how's your day? Looking slimy and grim? Not really. Um, Don't worry. Yeah, I, I feel what happens a lot to people really invested in politics is that they're very much in their own world. And they don't really pay attention to how the everyday American is feeling or thinking about things. Joe Biden's guilty. He, I mean, I can... think those who talk about Hunter Biden are very guilty of this. Yeah, they don't. They they don't realize. People don't care. That's you... not a real issue. It is an issue. No, it's not. A presidential family's on the take. They're on That's the take. Like all of them. Everything. That's all of them. Like. It's Everything. not substantial policy to make people's lives better. It's not substantial policy it's, when your guy, your guy, is everything you thought Trump was. <laughs> I mean, Trump was that and more. No, Trump was that and more. Yeah, you have no yeah. proof that him, his kids, his family members made money on this his office. This is a Google search away of a mistake that you're just going to walk yourself. You might into. say that uh, a bunch of people signed up to stay at his. Hotel on Pennsylvania Avenue as president. Dude, he was pretty Not much true. hiring his family in positions of power. Very legitimate. No, it's not. That that's like the definition of nepotism. Well, okay. So, so how do you explain? And, and, you know, how so do you explain? You, I, I don't really want to hear about it. Time from, out. How do you explain John F. Kennedy hiring Robert Kennedy as his attorney general? Yeah, that was nepotism too. Okay, so it's not illegal. You're allowed to do that. Yeah, but like, let's stop pretending that he no, knew, that's that he not what Hunter did. That it's any sort Hunter of thing. You know, I, I doubt the guy the even knows what a Ukraine is. But yeah, more but or less, it, it's it was no different than the Trump dealings. Um, no, it, it is a huge big saying, case of, you're just of projection. That. No, it's a huge big case of projection. The evidence is clear. Nobody cares. His freaking laptop you guys shows. On, you guys will go on about this while claiming RussiaGate was the most damning thing ever. But you it know was. what? Do you know what? Nobody cared either. Everybody in politics who was talking about Russiagate, nobody normal was paying attention. And explained why Trump was very successful as a president, because he didn't care either. Go ahead, witch hunt me all you want. Bunch of malarkey. So successful that he wasn't elected a second term. Yeah, in the rigged election. What can I tell you? Um, they rigged it again in the midterms. They rigged it by counting votes. No, but how do you... Yeah, they counted votes. And by offering policies and things or that would make the average American's life... Better. Well, and one you state- know, I, I, I too. You know what I want to do? I want to die for like pop culture feuds. No, you want to die. Wanna you want to die, die for, for Bernie Sanders. Feuds. I want to die for pop culture feuds, and that's what you know. President Trump offered me. Trump was like, "Who cares about how hard it is? You know, with your work or your job, or how your boss is treating you? You know what really matters is upsetting people on the internet." And good on the Republicans for making that their entire platform. I must admit that Trump definitely upset everybody in both parties, including agnostics politically. 
He just pissed everybody off. Granted. Which is good. Which is, you know, who who could tell that that would backfire on him during an election? I don't think it backfired. I think it backfired. Yeah, it did, because no, he, he lost. We lost. Yes, you. We, you guys who backed Trump lost. We lost. You the American backed- people are starving right now. We lost. The board is wide open. More suppression of middle class incomes in the next 25 years. All those illegals are going to get work, and they're going to work for much cheaper than you and I. The ones that stay in the shadows are going to work for piss ants. We see it here in South Florida. God forbid that any 150 or I love it. Now, it's it's going back to attacking the people doing the jobs, and not the people hiring them. Illegal immigration. Notice that. Notice how there's no targeting. Notice how in all right-wing rhetoric when it comes to immigration, it's never about, you know, cracking down on people who are exploiting these people. It's about punishing the people who are being exploited. Yeah, if you enter here... Yeah, he said it. He admitted if you, that... Uh, look, yes, that is true. to right-wing politics, where it's That's all true. about finding acceptable targets to The punish. Chamber of Commerce is guilty, who, who many are believed to be Republican, are guilty of wanting illegal immigration to farm our land and to serve in our canneries. And those who employ them benefit from cheap labor, just like the rest of the Fortune 500 benefits from cheap labor in China. We all know it's cheap labor. But... In order to raise the minimum wage and the general welfare of the middle class, you have to limit cheap labor. And therefore, everybody's got to do the work that they are offered based on their skill set. And for the last 65 to 70 years, this country has denied itself its manifest destiny since 1959, destabilized by the Castros in Latin America which has allowed millions and millions of people, especially now in accelerated fashion, over our borders, regardless of how many Democrats and Republicans hire these people. I mean, if you got a business and you got farmland and the and the fruit is on the is fruit is hanging from the tree, or the lettuce is coming out of the ground, or the carrots are to be pulled from the ground, or the potatoes, and there's nobody to pick them, you and I starve. And we have to go out and help that farmer. So we have to vilify the people who are doing the picking of no, the fruits to us. We have to vilify. We have to compare them to rapists. We have to compare them to terrorists. You know that that this is just the right wing world that exists, which is that there are people beneath you. They have to stay beneath you, who also, and you have to hold con- them in contempt. So, yeah, that's it. The only people who system. It's a Spartan system where you know pretty much you want. You know, patrollers to put these people who are beneath you in line so you can exploit them for your own game. Ah, that's a reach. Uh, Not really. The only people who have them stepped on are the very Democrats who encourage them to come and then pay them very little. Vast majority of millionaires in this country are Democrats. The vast majority of billionaires in this country are Democrats. I don't feel like that's true. That is true. Look, look for it. Start Googling it. And also include ex-Democrats who are now sitting in the, in the independent party. They have three times more millionaires and billionaires. And guess what? If you look in the Fortune 500 or the Fortune 100, for every person that's on there, there's like three or four Democrats that, that will sue Forbes if they put them on that list. They want their incomes completely private. They don't want everybody begging them for money. Uh, same with the anonymous donors out there. Why do you think donors who give... So I just looked this up, and this is Forbes, which is 
pretty much a magazine for rich people. And not, as, make- not as I say Forbes, because I know he's going to go there because he thinks because it's, legit- no, no, it, it's, it's, it's a cap- It's a capitalist news source. It, it's okay. made for people. I won't deny that. Entrepreneurs. And it says 43% of billionaires are Republican, and 33 are Democrats, and 24% are non-affiliated. Yeah, ex-Democrats. So pretty much what we see is most of them are Republican. That's not true. No, it is. You just want to consider everyone who's not on your side is your enemy. I'm sorry. So you're trying to push. But that's not what I the made data very, says. I, may, this, I made this it is very clear. Again, him make, saying something, that has nothing to this do with the This is the data. problem with your country, is, is that, that you listen, believe... The problem is, is that we listen to data. Yes, that's the, the problem. The data says that 73% to 33% are either non-affiliated... Which doesn't mean that they're Republicans. It means they're Democrats, for Christ's sake. No, it doesn't. Not yes, always. it does. No, it doesn't. Come on. The whole independent party are a bunch of ex-Democrats. Almost three to one. I do know of a couple of Republicans who left the Republican Party because of George Bush and the invasion of Iraq, and they became independents. I know two. But I also know 22 Democrats who are embarrassed by their party and became independents just in the last year. 22 of them. Some of them very prominent Democratic Party higher echelon lobbyists and big shots out here in the bundling world that I'm familiar with, they've left the Democratic Party since Joe Biden. And they became independents. They would never admit to come over to our side. They just won't. That means that they they are uh, pig-headed and wrong. What scared them about Joe Biden? Lying on the take. Everybody, did you notice how the funeral procession that was his inauguration? Did you notice how dead that was? Watch the YouTube videos. Nobody no, was... no, no, that's irrelevant. What made them leave him? That's what I Public wanted. graft. I just repeated it. People know... You, you, you said the inauguration... Looked like a funeral. The... It was the most unfestive... That's the silliest, maybe even stupidest thing no! I've ever heard. Yeah. Why the... did you stop supporting the president? The inauguration. No. Uh, you asked me, why did the Democrats abandon their party? The ones that I know. This is only the, the inauguration. No. You said public the graft. I said public graft. Didn't you notice that in the inauguration it looked like a funeral? Because that was COVID. No, it's because that Repu- was COVID. the Republicans in the crowd are looking at the Democrats in the crowd inside, you know, behind the, uh, behind the uh, bullet... Uh, proof That's glass. because pretty much they told people not to they come. They knew it was this a scam. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard you say. Them, uh, this is the dumbest thing, man. This was during COVID, and you're going to pretend this like totally wasn't the case? I believe that. The I context believe, just doesn't exist. I believe, I believe that COVID You know, uh, in, created, in, in 1919, everybody just loved digging holes and hanging out with other groups of guys. No context for What that. are you talking about? That? World War One. Okay. You, what, you is, so, I, what I'm saying is that like you're, that, you're cutting out the whole That's pretty context. dumb. Exactly. That was your argument. Dig, digging holes and it, it, hanging out with guys wh- wh- in a wh- war. Wh- Get that? I don't know what's uh, that. They weren't allowed. Women weren't allowed in the military back then. So yeah, it's no, kind of, no. So, so it's like, well, well, why did you turn against no, the country? No, on the battlefield. Well, everyone just wanted to go into holes and sit around the seventy guns something and percent. Wait. Like of, totally no context behind what was happening. Sh- is that COVID was still ravaging the country? Yeah, so they got rid of. Okay, I'll give that. I'm more than happy to accept that Trump was ousted because COVID was still ravaging the country, and his warp speed uh, was completely warped. I'll agree if you want to leave it on those terms. Fine, 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 fine. But there's 38,000 signatures that are not comparable to the original signatures. 
that were counted over and over and over again on three, four recounts, the same freaking ballots. You're right. This is why this was never, ever brought up by anyone who had challenged election legality. Hey, man, the pictures are clear. It was never brought up. They show the signature of the actual voter. Yeah, 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 man. I saw a couple of signatures. It didn't look legit. That's how you know this isn't working, man. That's how you know the system's on. I saw a bunch of pictures. Okay, and uh, yeah, no yeah, lawyers they're, they're, ever brought this up to be challenged in court. Always. But listen, I'm an expert. I have an 125 IQ. All right, I'm like the smartest person I know. I run a small business. Trust me on this, buddy. Trust me. He's back. The radio socialist is back. Deny, <laughs> denigrate, diffuse, and dilute the idea until. He's in the food line, and I'm serving. Welcome. Oh, I brought you a little fidgeter here. Here's another fidget for you to play with. Look at him. He got no coordination. Well, he threw never played. He threw that at my never computer. Never played baseball. He's he only threw that at my computer. So Only kung fu fighting. That's all he does. Kung fu, kung fu, kung fu. And he needs me to be his sensei. See? Spin it around. Hold it on one tip and go. You See, you can play with that all day. Now don't Jimmy. I like the bike chain on it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, don't. We we should get a camera set up here. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah, you're in that visual we world. We should we should get a camera set up so people can watch on the side. Yeah, they don't think you're that handsome. They're gonna be all looking focused on me. Women are gonna be calling left and right. You know, online dating. Everybody wants to go out with me. I'm the best looking fat guy, and they can't stand it. Well, good for you. And uh, you should be happy being the best looking fat guy. That's yeah! something to be accomplished. Yeah, baby. And I don't got AIDS because I'm. That's where it's at. So, and now, nothing can can change the fact that what's coming out today was hidden from the masses when they voted in 2020. Seventeen percent of Democrats say that they would have not have voted for Joe Biden had they known that Hunter's laptop said the things it said and showed the wires of the amounts of amounts of money that him and his family Dude, members spent. this is going spent. to be your guys' new Monica. I'm calling, like, I called it before, but No, I is, think it's the end no, of the Democratic Party be, as we know it. A, a, no, I, like, I can't only remember anyone who was following Hey, you're independent. Why don't you guys find a candidate, for Christ's sake? Pull I, on I, I just remember, like, during the Obama years, you guys are like, if you like your doctor, you can keep him. And that totally did not take down Obama. It didn't, and he lied there too, just like Biden is lying now. That's our point. Because your party guys of are liars. weak, liars you're and weak thieves. Intellectually, you're intellectually weak. You lack the intellectual rigor, and then you lack the rhetoric to get people over. That's uh, yeah. And you I, lack a sexy worldview to bring people. And we don't want to give the money away. Yes, we're stingy. No, that no, that's the real goal. That's the real goal of your party. Only, is you don't want to give the money away. You're right. I, I you're believe, absolutely right. That, I, yeah. That's the conservative goal. And who, who could say we're wrong with $1.7 trillion going out the window over the next 10 years? Most uh, of that into private hands, such oh, as military. So. Military. And, uh, yeah. And bridges, also private hands. Thank God the government's not making bridges. And new roads. And 50% taxes to pay for it. People don't realize that 50% of the money you make I mean, this is goes just, in taxes. This is a big problem. Think is about that, that. The same thing was happening with the Byzantine Empire. And it fell. The, the wealthy, yeah, the wealthy weren't paying their taxes. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen today. I would say in the next ten years, you you're, you're onto something. One of these days, we're going to wake up, and they're going to say, "You know what? Screw these people. We're not going to pay our taxes. Let's see if they can put us all in jail." 
And there's already built. And the poor people are going to suck because they're going to be unemployed. And they'll be in the last of the food line. And I'll be sitting there in the front serving rations. Sorry. So I, I, I like this hypothetical Atlas Shrugged scenario that you've created. I wish I wish I was as smart as uh, Anne Rand when she spoke what she spoke. She had to die before her words were taken seriously. She she kind of wanted to be like an unchallenged cult leader, though. Well, she came from Russia. It was hard to believe her. And uh, Reagan did the same thing. He sounded the alarm. She hated student. Reagan. Huh? She yeah. hated Reagan. And Reagan was, loved her. But she was an atheist, so it was always a problem. It's always going to be a problem. Not that he was Mr. Religious, but that was always she, a co- he, that, That's exactly it, though. Uh, Reagan was, was too religious for Rand. Not really. No, no, that's what she Reagan had, wasn't known to go to church every but Sunday. But even for Rand, he was too religious. I believe so. She was an atheist. Yeah. She believed in complete separation of church and state when I believe, me personally. Her only good position. I believe that she. we made a terrible mistake uh, hyping up this separation of church and state based on a letter that that Jefferson Thomas Jefferson yeah wrote to the what was Southern Baptist I think it was or, no um, I think they were Quakers let me look it up the wall yeah, of separation the wall of separation is, yeah. was supposed to be green and transparent and da 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 but there's a wall nevertheless like a hedge but we turned I mean it, it's also in the first amendment but no it isn't yeah it is no it is not let's, let's go over that in the bit but right now I there's look no up, I ri- look there's up who no Thomas separation Jefferson. of church and state there is anywhere in the constitution because you, you know why it doesn't suit you guys is because Thomas, read it to me happily. stop talking because it, i'm looking it up see it's it, 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 not it's, in the, the constitution problem. it's the problem it's it's you a misnomer say something ridiculous and dishonest yeah. and i have uh-huh. to go and look it up yeah and then you're like i'm gonna make up another lie quick okay, the yeah. monk two lies yeah, at yeah, once yeah 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 Fascism is a form of right-wing politics. Sure, sure. It's Um, communism. It's just got a different name because it's authoritarian. You're right. That's why they killed all of the communists. Good going. Yeah. Yep. In competition. They killed all of the communists. Stalin couldn't hate Hitler because they were competing for the same turf. They're both atheists and they're both nationalists. Hitler was actually kind of a pagan. Yeah. It's pretty well documented. There are two commies and they know it. it, What's interesting is that um, the Protestants in Germany were the ones who really backed Hitler. And I think it's because... It was Lutherans. And I think that's because Luther was really anti-Semitic. There could be a Jewish quality to that. I mean, it did lead to a Holocaust, so who's going to argue that? Um, Yeah, go ahead. Wall of separation, so we're right here. Okay. Read it. Read the whole thing as much as you want. Bold The it. origin of the wall of separation concept came from Thomas Jefferson, who used the phrase to reflect his understanding of the First Amendment's religious causes. The phrase and meaning were used by the Supreme Court in the Emerson versus Board of Education, explaining that the First Amendment has erected a wall between the church and state. So, boom, we have three things here. We have... A document. It's not written no, in the no, Constitution. We have, it, we have a Supreme Court ruling. We have it in the First Amendment. No, we're not. Yes, Read that's, the that's First an Amendment. That's an amendment. Okay. An amendment is a thing that connects to the Constitution. Absolutely, but it doesn't. It doesn't read that. But it's in that. No, it is. He said that that was it's his intense. interpretation, and then the Supreme Court backed this notion. So and these are was, three constitutions. And then it was. So he's saying there's no. 
So he said there is no separation between church and state. We have a founding father who said this. We have the f- Constitution, but I read and then we the have first a Supreme Amendment. Court who has backed Okay, this. let me read the First Amendment then, because he won't. All right? It has nothing to do with the separation of church and state. Oh, my Man, God. Man, you want to live under a Protestant tyranny? <laughs> you want to live under pro- Protestant sums? Like, that's what's going to happen. Okay, here we go. You're not going to be able to have your priests, your wonderful, beautiful Catholic Church. That's what would have happened if we the didn't intent, have the First the intent, Amendment. The intent of the First Amendment was there to be a separation of church from state in a hierarchical establishment where the faith comes first. That's why people are free to assemble in public property and pray if they choose to. It says, behind the judge, in God we trust, in many judgeships everywhere. It also has uh, you know, the, the famous monuments that are trying to be taken down that has the Ten Commandments on public property. There's all types I, I, of forms. I don't think the... I there's don't a think hierarchy. There should be any, um, there's a hierarchy. I don't think there should be any acknowledgement of any sort of government on public property. Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. You can be. You can have that opinion. I understand. I can I, respect cause, that. Listen, because it, it works to all of our advantages. I don't get why conservative Christians. I get why they want it, but it's a bad move on their part. No, it is. Yeah, it's it the is. foundation of the country. We're a Judeo-Christian country. We're not Judeo-Christian country. The First Amendment Judeo-Christ- provides no, 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 that Congress... You're wrong. Judeo-Christian out. is a term that arose in the 1950s. We, like, at no point were Jews really considered part of the country until after World War II. Okay. That's when it was much right. more public. I'll, I'll grant you that. Um, but it was always a third, a third, a third. Um, first, the First Amendment provided so that Congress makes... They were Baptists. All Protestants, all the Protestants fall under one umbrella. So they're different people, but no, they really do not. Protestants, they're Christians, all pro- Christians have been fighting since the beginning. I understand. No, no, no. But, when you see in the in the flesh in the writings of Paul, do you know why that is? Because there were early Christians who said that Jesus didn't even come down to this world. Yes, and and he and he chastised them. In fact, he was a one among them until he had his famous epiphany. And therefore, he never met Jesus, remember? So Christians, you know, I don't want Christians deciding the law because historically, I'm just going to be real, I'm going to be politically incorrect. You guys don't have a track record on what you agree on. So I like the First Amendment because all you Christians get to chill out and just be like, oh, this okay. is how I interpret now, my relationship, personal this relationship correct, with this Jesus correct Christ. this neophyte by reading the First Amendment. <laughs> okay? The First Amendment provides that Congress make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting its free exercise. Yes, that means exactly that there is no law that's meant to be religiously backed. There is no law that's meant to have a religious backbone into it. Okay. That's exactly so, what it means. So yes. you are expressing only an opinion. It protects freedom of speech, the press, and assembly, and the right to petition the government to redress its grievances. That's it. All it is. No, like, like, no the government shall make no law establishing respecting an establishment a religion or prohibiting its free exercise yes so you can have whatever religion you want and you can you express it but, however you want but you can't but you can't Anywhere make it into law want. but you can't make it into law that's what it says it's already law it's no, the but first it says, amendment but it says respect it's making it law no it's making it that there's it's no nothing law. that it's separates that there is no it's it only, absolutely no, crystal man. clear that there's meant Sorry. to be no religious Sorry. position. It says it right there. Your generation there. needs to pick up the pace, snap out of it. The government cannot 
establish a religion. That's yes. it. Yes. It has nothing to do with yes. a war. Yes, that, that is, that, that by nature, what you just said, no. is the separation no. of church and state. That no. is exactly it. No, when you it is utter not. those words, that no, is the isn't. separation of church That's and state. That's hypothetical. Yes, it is. No. no, it's not. It's right there in the text. You just said it. If it were to be the separation of church and state, it would have been a concrete barrier between the church and state. There's it no just concrete barrier that you money. can make because it's laws. No, it just These means... These are laws on parchment. Psst. So I make no establishment it was a letter. of religion. It was a letter. Or prohibiting... It was a letter. The, the term, yes, is a letter, but that law is expressed itself into the First Amendment. So slavery, and it was repealed. So was that... So a, do you want to repeal it? What? The First Amendment? I want to repeal Emerson versus whatever, yeah. Emerson versus whatever? Whatever you said. Whatever. What was Emerson again? It was, uh, Emerson versus uh, what? Oh, the Brown versus Board of Education. Yeah, Brown. Yeah. You was, want to repeal that? That was repealed. That was already repealed. Brown versus Board of Education. Go Emerson. look it up, man. It was replaced and supplemented by another case. Uh, you got me there, but I'm waiting for you to find it so you can tell me. But, you know, uh, Supreme Court only reflects what the uh, the people and perceptions of the time, like uh, blacks were three fifths of a white man. I mean, that's that is as old as yeah. But that's one thing I'll agree with the founding fathers to my dying breath is that they repealed we, that. No, not the First Amendment. Not the First Amendment. Yeah, no, I don't want to repeal that. I think that's a good call. The first, the first ten probably are Dude, not. Ca- you, you will Catholic, never be repealed. We Catholics would never have been allowed into the country. Okay. It, it, we it, already like that discussed that. that. You, no, that's it, a misnomer. It, it, no, it's Catholics not. were here first. You freak. Not in the government. Three million no, not, of not them against the wasps. Three million. We were second class citizens. I'm sorry, they always had a problem with us in the Federalist Papers because we were such a huge congregation of Outside people. Outside of Maryland, what else did we have? Oh my God, Florida, Louisiana, no, all of the South. That wasn't in the beginning. That wasn't yes. in the beginning. That wasn't in the beginning. Florida, the guy ignores everything I say. Florida was not a state until much later. I'm, not, I'm talking about I'm the founding talking about of the country. The region. I'm talking about the founding of the country. When America was founding itself and the Plymouth Rock in what, 15 something, something, something? There were over 4 million Catholics roaming all over Mexico, New Mexico, Texas, Arizona, Florida, Louisiana, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Tennessee, all over the, the, the continental. What is today the thirteen? What was then the thirteen colonies? They were spread all over the New World. They were here over two hundred years before. My God, holy moly! It's the Anglo Americans that came later. Anglo Americans came later during the famous uh, what was the famine in Ireland, where they started with the indentured servitude. And they started putting convicts and poor people, uh, whoever signed on this dotted line, your indentured servitude, to get on a boat and they take it to the new world. Those came after the fact. And even in that group, there were Irish people who were Roman Catholic. It's a fact. Catholics were in the new world long before the Protestants came over. And that's always been the problem that the Anglo-America had with just with Spanish speaking to this very day. More Spanish was spoken in the New World than English at all times, including today. You can argue with me about today. I know you can because I'm, I'm winning the argument every day because uh, so many people are crossing the if border speaking Spanish. Way, 
<laughs> so many people are crossing the border now. They're all speaking Spanish. They don't speak much English. And they already, did they make an estimate recently that in, by 2050, half the country will be speaking Spanish? So, I'm sorry. That we I think we should be speaking two languages. You agree with that? Uh, th- I would add a third and a fourth. Uh, uh, we gotta pick I, I think it's good that America speaks two languages. Like, I think we should I think speak three. Uh, Ma- sure. Mandarin. Yeah, I'll agree with that. <laughs> yeah, because they're coming. They're coming all. Imagine how many Chinese people are in that uh, in that surveillance balloon that they found last night. You think there are a bunch of Chinese people in there? That's why they didn't knock it down. It was actually a globe filled instead of with air, but was Chinese people. Is that possible? <laughs> I was reading about the anti-Catholic sentiment in the United States. Yeah, it's in the, the Federalist Papers. They're called Papatists in yeah, the Federalist so, Papers. Um, people yeah. of the Pope. Yeah, and they were always in disagreement, and they were always uh, disgusted by, and they're always. Annoyed by Americans uh, not agreeing with the Protestant Church, with King Henry and, and the separation of the Church of England and all that, which was a government-funded church. That's what we were preventing. Yeah, so right here, um, there are many Protestant leaders who were constantly accusing um, Catholic values about being antithetical to the founding of the country. Um, so you gotta pour your you gotta pour your bottle in a soundproof. I'm drinking glass. it away from it. So, no, you're yeah, going to yeah. make the mistake. You, gonna... you, you like badgering me every single time that we'll I'm about to cup. make this point. So there's you, you, you don't of, feel like there's thousands I can of dollars make it in properly. Front of you. So you can badger on me on something. That's why you throw a fidget when I have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Throw, I even give you fidgets, but you got to have but a But the sound... peak of anti-Catholic sentiment was here was around the 19th century. Um, particularly the height was the 1830s and the 1840s. This is when that nativist sort of rhetoric had really come in. And um, there were laws in 1642 in Virginia which prohibited Catholic settlers. Um, Rhode Island had also imposed um, restrictions on Catholics in 1719. Um, so Washington. Uh, so was hello, of, Washington, black folk. We've been persecuted wa- wa- too. Washington was the first to kind of push back against the persecution Thank of, of Catholics in the country. So yeah. what I was saying is that yeah, there there was a strong anti-Catholic sentiment during some parts of the country around its founding. Now, if you go to the West, which wasn't even conquered back then, it was full of Spanish-speaking people. In Mexico City, had three to four million people in the 1600s, 1700s, 1800s. And that's not exactly a good argument you want to make because we know what the Americans did to the Mexicans there. Nevertheless, they were here before. So, there's an... I wonder how much anti-Catholic sentiment was brought up during the Mexican-American War. That's an interesting question. Oh, I can imagine uh, a plethora. It could be also that that sentiment never went away and explains why Cuba was allowed to go into the dustpan of history after supporting the American colonies in the War of Independence, which I clarify in my book, The Fiscals, which he still hasn't finished reading, he says. I did. He says he has, but uh, you know we're gonna find out I later. Do. You know what I mean? The Anne Rand of his time. What would you call me if if I'm the Anne Rand of my time? And you're not willing to say that yet on the air? How many science fiction books have you written? <laughs> With, like, I, only, erotic, I, I think this will be the last. You know, there's like also erotic parts in a lot of Anne Rand's books. So. How about uh, in, so in you, which you, one? You, you, um, in the Fountainhead? Or no, in the Fountainhead. Yeah, there's one, definitely one. Oh, um, cool. 
So you need to write some erotica into, now did you, into did your you, political soapboxing, then I'll consider you the Anne Rand. Yeah, that's true. And she wrote so many books. And her husband finished a couple too, right? Because she died before her husband did. Who was the gentleman who wrote for her? I believe it was her husband. Or am I wrong? I have no idea, man. Someone wrote it, uh, finished, I think, her last book after she had passed. He completed it. He, knew, he ended up running or operating the Enran Institute. Uh, I believe it was called, uh, I'm not sure what it was called, Atlas Society or something like that. And um, although I do see Atlas Society mimicked, I, I know that name has been probably bannered about and used by different organizations, so I don't want to confuse the two. But there was an Ayn Rand Institute for for better, you know, for better or worse, um, who went on that went on to dispel out exactly what is occurring today. We are enabling uh, enabling our poor to be poor. We're enabling our races to never heal, and we're allowing people like you to completely convince us that of sound policy decisions ra- backed by a bunch of peer-reviewed evidence. I agree. Go on. Yeah, that racial yeah, yeah. inequities has gotten worse, not better. I found out today that the first surgeon to conduct open-heart surgery was a black man. And he did it in, a, in his own Boston, oh, no, sorry, Chicago area um, hospital. Who was it? The guy who invented the cartridge? Cartridge was of? Video games. Oh my God! This see, I'm talking about the first open heart surgery, and he's making me take a giant leap. No, no, the, to video games. No, because also the inventor of that was also an African American. Yeah, and also the gentleman I believe who uh, created the um, the braking the braking system for locomotives. Jerry Lawson, yeah, Jerry Lawson. Was... Yeah, and we reelected uh, a president who was African American descent, and 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 George Bush brought. The first chief of staff and secretary of state as black people. We're not a, 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 so a see, racist it, it, nation. It's good that we're. It's good that we're making these things. But we're making like, strides. We've had. We've had. We've making strides. But it's important to realize what missteps the country has taken. I think I, I, I'm not comfortable with I'm that not question. Comfortable with you. I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable thinking about that. Is what he really wants to say. No, I don't I, highlight I'm not it. Not comfortable. The the uh, head coach of the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers said just in a news conference real recently, saying black coaches do not look like other black coaches as guys of similar upbringing. We look at them as opposing coaches, and we don't talk about, we don't think about, we don't analyze anything based on race. We play football. And we try to beat each other in skills set. But the, take for example something like redlining, which is built into a lot of neighborhoods. Yeah, well, that was a, by the Democratic no, 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 Party. No. So what? It's still racist. It's we still, still have to undo it. They they won't get elected otherwise. We have to undo that stuff, dude. They so won't get you, elected you, otherwise. You, you, here, here. I remember here going. is like the great brilliance of the Republican Party. It's like. You point out, you a, won't you, you point out a racist policy, and you're like, yeah, the Democrats, the Democrats won't let us that. touch it. They'll call us racist. Like, That's my it's point. Like, so let us undo it. But you guys don't want to undo it. That's not true. We Run tried it. several Run times it. so that we could have a Republican win there. They won't let us. We tried to include them in rub, uh, Republican district and erase the redlining, and the Democratic Party won't allow it because they're guaranteed Democrat seats. Black people. That's it. It's part of their... Their inner city plantation. It's all over the South. 
I remember a guy. Right, right, yeah. Right now, the modern South, a Democrat stronghold. It is. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. There are places. Remember when we like re properly like did voting right affirmation efforts? Suddenly, Georgia went blue. How about South Carolina? Suddenly, went for Biden and put him in because the White these House because these are voter suppression states, not Republican states. Last time they accused these us are... of voter suppression, we had the. The record of voter turnout, it was in Georgia. Remember when they left the All-Star Game in Atlanta for Colorado that has much more suppressing voter laws than Georgia ever did? And they basically created the voter ID, and more people voted than ever before. The whole voter ID is is another trick and a lie. Ask the average black person if he doesn't, he shouldn't show his ID to vote. They'll tell you, of course we should. I show it for everything else, including writing a check at Costco. You know, my God, I'm showing an ID everywhere I go. Pick up medicines at a pharmacy. I show ID. Uh, hello, why not the most important decision we make as, as free people? The right to vote. You should show our, an ID so that no one else can vote on your behalf. Only you can vote on your behalf. Well, that's goes back to the 38,000 votes I talked about. Those signatures didn't even come close to the original signatures on the ballot. I mean, on the ballot record, the voter record. On the roller rolls, there are pictures of your signature. And the ballots that were assigned to that person weren't even remotely close. I don't, they, they can't be identical because I don't sign the same way I signed when I was in my 20s compared to now at 58. I signed differently. I get it. When I was a, a youngster, I used to sign, my signature was my entire name, Manuel Ángel Cambo, con acento la O, para que no te confundes con la sopa. And then it went to Manuel Cambo, and then M. Cambo, and now I just signed MC, you know, some kind of a scribble there. And that's been my official signature for quite some time now. It'll probably stay that way because it really can't be shortened. I'm down to MC. Uh, there's nothing less I can do. But I scribble it in a fashion that only I can do, just by the way I do it. And it's kind of hard to forge. People have tried. My daughter has, has a signature that's very similar to mine because she is UC. MC and UC, you can see how incursive it could be, look a lot alike. And she mimicked it after my signature, and she enjoyed writing it that way. And, you know, hey. I suggest that you write like like me too. What can I tell you? You know, I just think everybody should. But it doesn't mean for a moment that we should get off the original subject. There's never to be a separation of church and state. It's a separation of church from state. There should be I nothing. mean, do you want to put the death penalty for working on the Sabbath? Not the death penalty, but I believe that m- most That's in the m- Bible. I, my business is closed on the Sabbath. Do you want um, no eating? Do you want to ban selfish? Do you want to, like... There's ridiculous stuff from a 2,000-year-old religion. That, oh, do you want to ban eating pig? Do you want to... Um, uh, aren't the, and, and aren't remember, the you, Buddhists, can they eat pig? They can eat pig, right? We shouldn't be eating any sort of meat. As well. Oh, so your guys are vegan, vegan, vegan. Vegetarian, yeah. You going to ban that or no? No, because I don't believe in church of state. Okay. <laughs> but, so, what, oh, right, yeah. Has the, there the, been, the, any, honestly, in the modern era, has there, has there been laws to force a a religion to behave a certain way? 
I mean, we've had religiously inspired or back laws. I will give you so one. So I would say the overturning of Roe versus Wade was entirely done by a very strong Catholic constituency. No, ca- Catholic. And Catholics. Uh, Catholic also, judges. And Catholic. But even so, like four the, out of five. But the pushing of this issue in the first place, Protestants, when they would hear about like abortion issue, um, before it's, um, I think it's overturned, they were like, "Yeah, we don't want anything to do with this. This is a, this is a Catholic concern. We don't we yeah. don't have a position on abortion." That was the Protestant position. I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, I don't feel like proving it to you, but I believe that all Christians uh, do not support infanticide. It's just a matter of when. Some people say when life begins at a conception, and other people say the life begins when they can feel pain, and other people say life begins when they can live on its own. Uh, the third one being the least legit, because you and I can't live on our own. We should just become Mormons. Mormons, I think. I, are, I think we should just do this because here, hear me out. Mormons, Mormons are even have more the best afterlife. You get your own planet. You get to be God, and you take all of your wives with you to the heavens. Wow. That's why they're so happy. Can you have a Can you have a flat planet? I don't know. Uh, uh, you, you can get I, a meteor, I imagine. Sh- but like, you straight up get your own planet after. I you want die. if I can get a planet with free Directv. That's the one I want. Directv in this day and age. Free Directv, not just Directv, but free. <laughs> you know, that way I can boop into the NFL experience and NFL Network whenever the hell I want from wherever I'm at. That's the perfect planet to me. In fact, most men will agree that all they really need is a glass of water, some bread, some Doritos, maybe Fritos, definitely uh, uh, definitely need an Oreo, and some ESPN, and they can live happily ever after. The whole reproduction thing is not something they're really considering, so eventually they dissipate and they, you know, just disintegrate. As a human being, kind of like voting for Democrats from here on out. It's like voting yourself out of existence. Sooner or later, there are no birth rates. The What's that? Po- I, I think I'm hearing a dog whistle. Woo! I think I'm hearing a dog whistle for some sort of far-right talking points. Remember what I said in my book about politically bipolarity? Would you consider installing windmills in estuaries and fisheries and out in the middle of the sea that kills whales, a political bipolarity? Because you used to defend the whales. Now you're allowing... You're right, me. Yes. Is that me. true? Alejandro Gluski, the defender of the whales. He said it, and I. Goes on record. The defender of the whales. Defender wasn't it you? Wasn't you who oh, were hugging the trees and getting rid of paper bags and the waste of the organic paper bag that would disintegrate into the ground. I think actually the paper bag is a better idea because yes. you can recycle it and more. Not. Yeah, so I'm not going to, but it's like, and if you're going to ask late. about... No, what we got you, plastic bags floating all over the world. Yeah, but in, 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 you know in D.C. you get taxed if you get a plastic bag? Oh, the government comes and taxes you. If you get a it's to de-incentivize it. So <sighs> I, once I do not see the contradiction. Well, it didn't work for cigarettes. They taxed the hell out of cigarettes. People smoke more now than ever before. With vape, yeah. <laughs> Not with the vapes. With, no, but vaping is the way people are still smoking. Yeah, and isn't it expanding in the lungs even more so than, than a puff of a it's cigarette? Tr- I, don't, I have no idea if it's worse, but because I would not be surprised. I know that there's problems. See, um, You know who thought smoking didn't cause cancer? I believe that Ayn they... Ayn Rand. 
Wow. Was she a smoker? Yeah. Guess what killed her? The smokers? Yeah. Yeah, like uh, like a bunch of doofuses that were anti-COVID, and then they died of COVID. Well, guess what? I was anti-vaccine. I took it, and I got really sick. Okay, so here you go. Here. See how you uh, see how you didn't listen to me about the cup? Here you yep. go. And it's all over the desk all of a sudden? No. Well, that's when I poured it. Of course. You're supposed to pour it over there. It's really amazing because, you know, this is a uh, $200,000 electronic facility. And I can't get people to realize it's not Nintendo. And that you pour waters away from our equipment. And then you come to the table with a soundproof glass in your hand. that doesn't move. It will only tip over if you kick it or hit it. But that, that bottle is still there. That bottle, see that bottle there you have there? It has to be somewhere else because it could tip over. And not only ruin your laptop, but ruin the microphone. It could come over to here. I used to have this beautiful contraption here that's no longer here. It was a headset to the phone system. And the phone system was not as sophisticated as this one. And the person brought a bottle. I told him, hey, get the bottle, get your cup, da-da-da. He ignored me. You know what he did later? As he's leaving, he adjusted his laptop like the one you have, went like that, pushed the forward part of the laptop that way, knocking over the glass, under the phone system, under the microphones, and boom, in one second, 650 bucks out the window. That's the story of Mac on the Rock, a bleak radio. So I try my best, but there's nothing I can do, but I see things happening way before they happen, oftentimes, if I've dedicated a considerable amount of time to it, and that is the motivation behind my book, The Reinvention of the United States by Affect, Not Effect. And in order for me to prove it to you, it's got to happen. You know what I proposed to Senator Ted Cruz when he ran against Donald Trump? In a conference call of a, a lot of money raisers, what we were called bundlers back then, we raised money on his behalf. And then in person, when I drove him around here in Miami as he ran for president, Republican primary. You remember the debate at the University of Miami? That's when I was with him. He was sitting in the shotgun of my car, and I drove him around to different locations and stuff. Everybody knew me as the wall guy, the train guy, the wall guy, the train guy, the wall guy, the train guy. And I proposed the answer to the fixed barrier between Mexico and the United States. Not church and state, but kind of church and state. I proposed a wall, 50 feet underground, 50 feet above the ground, sustaining several trains going from San Diego to Brownsville, Texas, Moving cargo, not people, and competing when complete by the private sector on land that is the United States and Mexico's, preferably on their side of the border, not our side of the border, because we would be clogged up in court forever defending some endangered species somewhere and some Indian reservation claiming this or that, like you're impeding on their land. So we build on the Mexico yeah, side of the Yeah, why would they have any sort of historical grievance about these things? Uh, Who, they knows? Would, they, Who knows? Who knows? Why would indigenous or Indians get mad about um, eminent domain and these sorts of things? Well, it well Only the most mystical I'm gonna of answer, historians I'm gonna answer could the figure question. this out. I'm going to answer it. Whether they like it or not, they were the losing party in a war 
1960, the federal... After multiple backstabs and massacres and lied treaties. So, okay. Yeah, kind of like Cubans. They understand what it's being on the losing side of a war. They're conquered. They're done. They're history. Yeah, but those were American citizens. A good portion of them were American citizens that were just straight up rounded up and killed. It's it's debatable whether they No, were, it's not. They were treaties. No, it's not. There were treaties that excluded them from America. We broke those treaties. Andrew Jackson did. But anyway, they wanted to be their own nation. Uh, the the League of uh, what's it called the uh, the League of Nations, the largest reservation up there in uh, Minnesota, Michigan. Uh, what's that called? The something of nations. Uh, uh, la 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 la. They make uh, an incredible cigarette. Uh, not an incredible, a very popular, cheap cigarette for the masses. They, they it's all theirs. It's a billion dollar business. Uh, it's called an, uh, something of nations. The League of Nations. I found the Indian League of Nations. Yeah, that's it. Perhaps what, yeah. That's it. It's a huge reservation. But anyway. You know what's funny is that they actually prefer to term Indian. Oh, why not? Because you know, it's like they're not India. Uh, they prefer Indians. It, the, it, it was funny. So I would call them indigenous because, like, you know, that they, was. Yeah, they're, that, they were the they're, original, they're technically indigenous. And, and, and it's like when you study history, it's like, oh, they thought they were in India. So then we started calling them Indians. And it's like, well, that doesn't make sense. So I'm not going to call them Indians. But then it's like, oh, they, they're cool with it. I believe that they are very prideful to be Indians, and yeah. they, they definitely want to preserve their warlike history. They are not really that excited about this all this peace, love, and happiness with the white man because it, it didn't it didn't materialize in peace. Well, um, the white well, man anyway, did not the point hold, I wanted the white to make did not hold up their part of the bargain. That's true. They broke every treaty. Andrew Jackson he he he, he did a massive slaughter. Many people are of the uh, not persuasion, but of the belief. And America became a very powerful industrialized nation, greater than all equals in the world, because unfortunately, it eliminated the indigenous tribes. I don't think they needed to do that, though. They perhaps didn't, I, but I, it's too I, I, late I, to I figure that out. A, I think, uh, but let me go back to the wall. But it, it was a religious. The wall says because these people were in 1960. Down, uh, over there was all of a these law parts in the Bible where they had to kill all the surrounding. Don't go enemies to the Bible when you don't want to, and then go to the Bible when you feel like it. No, okay. no, no, no. I thought I you think were the Buddhist. Bible is a historical text that explains a lot of stuff. Oh man, there have been Buddhists who have done crimes. I will talk about that. Okay, could you wait for me for a second? The wall that I'm proposing with a train on it is backed by the 1960 Federal Powers Act. The Federal Powers Act says, if we need, call it the white man, call it the civilized man, call it the, the oppressor, call it whoever you want. But if utilities must come across a federal reservation on behalf of the common good, which is people on both sides of the reservation needing electricity, it can. And it must. And I, I, I don't see the contradiction because now many young Indian activists are just saying, listen, pay us for the land. If you're going to use our land, just pay us. They will. So there, there is no contradiction there. And they there get is paid. no need to stop And they get them. paid. The question is how much? Yeah. So, um, so it, it's good when we see them starting to taking over their own right. lager so companies. In the Great Wall of Will. So these are good things. In the Great Wall of Will, as the train goes from San Diego to Brownsville, it must include, in order to apply the 1960 Federal Powers Act, a natural gas pipeline, a utility that powers, generates power to the reservations. 
they get free electricity on their portion of the wall. So embedded in the deeds, now I believe that in, inside the reservations, Indians themselves don't actually own plots of land. I think they're land leases inside the reservation, whereas outside the reservation, you can own the lands. But those private owners who have a wall coming through their property, albeit that there has to be holes in it for turnpike traffic, you know, in other words, truck traffic, car traffic, regular uh, uh, um, streets that run north to south in our in, in between our two countries, those will remain. They will just be lined with um, kind of like a sonogram, MRI. Can't really be a, mag- a magnetic sensory system, but it'll be a tunnel that photographs everybody that goes through there because they'll be, they'll be the, that'll be the point of entry underneath the wall there. And this is where his 24 fantasies come. For those of you younger, 24 was a TV show around the 2000s where a man with a family that hates him is the sole person stopping all of the worst terrorist attacks in the United States. Wow. Is that a, is that a story that you've already seen or is that a movie you already well, saw? No, that was a TV show, 24. Oh, cool. I've never even heard of it. And it was it. because all the stories were meant to be told in 24 hours. Scalia actually referenced it in one of his rulings. And uh, for or against something? Well, for. Do you remember what case that was? That could be pretty interesting. I think it was torture. Wow, interesting, because uh, it appeared... I've never, seen, I've never even heard of the, the program, 24. Yeah, it was for torture. It was for torture? Yep. And it... Did he use it as an example or a scene in the movie? Well, he talks about the character needing to do it to get things across. So it it was totally for it. Okay, cool. So that's the only physical barrier that's going to keep our sovereignty. On the South, I have the same idea for the North between Canada and the United States. Only there, instead of it being a train, it would just be the pipe, the pipeline. Massive pipeline. I think we should have more trains. Uh, they're powered by natural gas, certainly. Or, else- or anything, just more trains. Because um, here's the thing, in like many people, in many cities, like many, a lot of people, especially in Miami, you guys don't get it, is we that don't. we are already paying for public transportation. And it's it's going to cut down on traffic. It helps foot traffic. You know, you get around. It's going to be a little bit harder in Miami because a lot of this place is a swamp. But once you've been to any other city for a while, yeah, on the, the DC metro is fantastic. I would like a metro system that works in as Miami. Well, as well as that one does. Yeah, no. And it's clean. Yeah. It's a and, very, there, and there's no homeless sitting down there and that stuff. Or is there? They're not much of an issue. I've never really been bothered. Okay, but you do see them like you see them in New York or no? It's nowhere near on the level of New York. Uh, nowhere near. How, how will we quantify that from A, B to C or D or F? You ask most people in about DC, their experiences. it's a C as opposed to an F in New York or no? You ask most people about their experiences with each metro. It's just not going to be fair because DC is a lot smaller than New York. New York is a massive landmass. Yeah, it is. It's a massive little island. Um, so wait, wait. How could it be a massive little island? <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. No, so massive little island. I've been, I, I I've been like, to both. And I, I, I would like to see like a big, you know, towering metro system. That connects Miami. Like, it would be a huge endeavor, but, like, if no, I... No, Virgin, Virgin Airways has already if got I, that if going. I, if I took over the world, that's the first thing I would do to Miami. It's like, you guys are going to fu- get the It's funny, system. because in my book, could have been written... Uh, 
So if you want more training, how I changed the world, but that that title's already been stolen by the left. No, the guy the guy on Fox. <laughs> the left. Who's the guy on Fox who who wrote a book? Uh, how Neil I changed Cavardo, um, Bill O'Reilly, Sean no. Hannity, Come Alan on. Combs, Curtis. My God, you're uh, like stuck in the '90s, man. You, Tucker Carlson. You. Alan Combs, he's passed away already. Rest in peace. Alan Combs Alan. has passed away. Yeah, he passed no, away. Oh man, that little shrimpy little man. Yeah, he, he he put up his dukes against Hannity. Oh well. Oh yeah, he passed away like four years ago. Yeah, oh, I think it was six. cancer. I don't know. I don't know for sure exactly, but nevertheless, it's one of those situations where the only way to get rid of a bad idea is a good one, and. The political factions think the only way to fix things is to reform it. And sometimes you can't reform something that was bad to begin with. So it can only get worse, not better. It's usually the case. Anytime government passes something, it gets worse, not better. Like uh, with the exception of Obamacare that started off really bad and now it's worse, but at least it's not on everybody's minds anymore, even though it's costing states a tremendous amount of money. Oh, man, you know who I want to complain about now that I've looked at Alan Combs and I remembered? Is that Stephen Colbert used to be so funny. He's a doofus. He used to be so funny. Late night does not suit him. He's a doofus. Late night does not set him He's a moron. All. The only one Seth that's Myers, funny. Seth Myers. He's another doofus. He, he's a lot better at it. Fallon, because, Fallon is good. He's no, a smart, no, Fallon's not funny at all. But he's a smart guy. Me? Yes, he is. No, he's not. Fallon's the least funny. Well, you, uh, um, the you, big problem is that like, Seth Col- Myers is like Stephen Colbert gets too mad now. He gets too mad to make a punchline. Yeah, because the guys you support are a bunch of corrupt people. The whole Democratic Party's embarrassed. <laughs> they don't know what to do with themselves. Remind me, who is the Jewish space laser party again? What uh, you make those? You come up with those monikers that you want me to accept as something that's legit. What are you talking about? Um, when Marjorie Taylor Greene was talking about Jewish space lasers. Oh, could you the, please elaborate? Because I, I'm not quite up well, to how, date. How, how fitting. You don't know the person in your I, party who spouts anti-Semitism. I believe that she says a bunch of things like uh, stepping on it when she talks about QAnon and stuff like that. Since yeah, I don't, so you, since guys I don't, have, you guys have your own loons that you need to set out your house in. She apparently has already been brought under the fold by McCarthy. He brought her into the mainstream somehow, which is not necessarily a good thing, but it's better than what she was spouting up before because QAnon was like a freak show that was sold as some kind of subversive... Do you want to hear my conspiracy theory? Intelligence services. Yeah, you believe it's General Flynn. I do. Um, I think Flynn worked with a guy who used to work in uh, military by the name of... God, what's his name? Because... General Flynn was a top dog for a long time. That's why Obama got rid of him. He knew all of the secrets. That's why they went after him in the first days of the Trump administration to get him out. So he worked with a man called Jim Watkins, is my conspiracy theory. And Watkins got his son, Ron Watkins, while in the Philippines to be working on A-Chan. And Trump was following um, Ron Watkins' Twitter for a while with the username CodeMonkey while he ran 8chan. So, mind you, these people owned um, a website where you could post anonymously. And um, using Jim Watkins' background in the military, they were able to make these posts on a completely anonymous website, mind you, where anyone can do anything, where 
they were posting in a way that I think would be very appealing or sound familiar. Yeah, the to famous. The uh, I do recall yeah. the HN posts that people kept on sending me. So it that was, Trump was going to come back to power. That Trump was not going to allow the inauguration. And you really think he's just going to allow them to run over him like that? And I'm saying, oh, he's still president? Oh, that's what you think, huh? Trump is still president. Yeah. If you are listening, fellow American, yeah. Trump is still president. Yeah, because Trump is still president. But I'd like you to elaborate on Jim Watkins because that's it's the first time that someone has told me about him and associating him with General Flynn. I see here that he is the founder of the A-Chan, which is H-Chan. And uh, he went from helicopter repairman to QAnon. So, celebrity. So, that's interesting. All these, I see all these links now here as I Googled the name as soon as you started talking about it. And uh, basically, nothing he said held true. It was just all psychobabble. Oh, cute. Yeah. Well, like, if you know anything about those websites, people used to take them way less seriously. The joke was is that, like, they're under the banner of those websites, under, like, the page. It says... Only a fool would take anything from posted on this website as serious. Oh, even on even on the website themselves. The websites themselves used to be posted this way. Unbelievable. And people believed and fell for QAnon, which was like this. This, like, mind you, HN was mostly used for pornography. Really. So it was like all of these Trump people got on a porn website and started believing that they were like part of like this secret top secret mission to. Take over the country and annihilate the deep state, and wow! And it was all created. Well, would you say it's all age groups as well? Because all men of all ages. I feel like it was like very much older people who were falling for it. Really, and they brought the young people involved. Well, the young people started the website, and the young people there were fighting a lot of culture wars online, and they managed to get the old conservatives with them, who wow. had been going through this delirement. Much earlier than young people have. But you think in the process of going through this, do you believe it evolved at the same time as the Trump's presidency or at, yeah. at the end they, of the Trump presidency? If you've seen the little green frog. Wow, let us know. I, I don't know about the frog, little green Pepe? frog. Little green frog, Pepe. Pepe was, um, he was a cartoon character from like a stoner comic. Okay. And he kind of became ubiquitous with... That you know that that website's culture because people identified with the little green frog. No so, way. So people would. Dress, well, yeah, smiley face or he's, anger. He's smiley. They make him angry. They make him do all sorts of weird, messed up stuff. Wow. Um, and then around the Trump only time, on Blink Radio where you get to hear uh, the, the origins this, of H. This this is old news at this point. By the way, we're live streaming on wsqfradio.com into your Bluetooth into your phone, Bluetooth into your car. You can hear us there if you're out of our range. Our range is from Key Biscayne, Blink Radio, Key Biscayne, 94.5 FM, where we play rock and roll, no commercials until we talk, him and I, and others who come on during the week. But you can listen so to it, us. It was really interesting to see kind of when Pepe kind of took off, they kind of made um, Hillary Clinton's campaign actually said, um, because a lot of people, particularly from these websites, we're kind of getting a right wing bent at this point, sure. and a lot of these people. So on it's Twitter, evolving before yeah, the bef- during that, the campaign. So you think that they propped 
Trump into first place among the 17 they ran against What we know is that Bannon went out of his way to appeal to these people. Oh, making the mainstream. Yeah, uh, no, so them Bannon the... went out because, uh, mind you, Bannon, before he worked with Breitbart, um, he did a lot of get-which-quick schemes, and one of them was, do you remember the game World of Warcraft? I've heard about it, never played World it. World of Warcraft was a very, very big game in the 2000s, and what he did was um, people like mined the currency in that video game from real money. And um, he was doing, he was paying people, I forget, in some country where it was legal, um, let me look it up. But eventually what had happened is that people who were playing the game were getting mad at people who were, you know, using World of Warcraft to make money and paying people to do this. Right? To what? To play the game? To play the game to acquire currency. Wow, um, that sounds like the beginnings of crypto. Yeah. In some bizarre way, but crypto must have gone, come first. Yes. So here, it was in Hong Kong. So this is how I just found it. So I know I'm getting it right. So apparently during his time, gamers rebelled against him and people doing these practices. And they made a lot of noise, a lot, very quickly. And they managed to get, um, they managed to get, you know, his, I guess his scam operation shut down. Now, was he making millions in this, or thousands of this, or was he making money? He secured six million in pursuing this. In other words, six million he converted from Goldman Sachs to be making money in this sort of to pay low. How did he get Goldman Sachs to put up the money? That's interesting. The audience has got to want to know. Um, it was it was just something you do. The game was that big that you could just play people to pay it to get the money out of the game. Too. Oh, so you had to play to become a member, log in. Yeah, and play. so he was paying people to play the game, and. Oh, to create uh, buzz. Yeah, I, I don't know how this how this worked to make the money, but the game was already big to begin with. So he had ran into gamers, and they pretty much shut down his operation. Wow. So he had seen, like, oh, these people act fast. These people are very fast to organize. Impulsive, yeah. They're impulsive. They don't back down. They have nothing else going in their life, really. So they have a lot, a lot of free time to shut you down. So he got them to register to vote and vote Trump. Yeah. So he pretty much skewered um, Breitbart to appeal to these types, you know, to put up a lot of anti-feminist articles. So, you know, to skewer them into the direction that he wanted them. Some of them were already veterans and patriots, I imagine. I don't know. Um, Interesting. Because uh, there's a lot of ex-military that were uh, very supportive of Trump and voted for the first time in their lives in 2016. I, I can see that because they felt like he wouldn't jerk them around like other. Yeah, the the, the miracle of Donald Trump was in his very caustic manner, abrasive manner, he got people that weren't engaged in politics, whether they were of high skill set or a low skill set, that just loved America and they were just gung ho. He got them involved in the political arena to the tunes of millions, and uh, he, it it was just enough. To beat Hillary Didn't in the, he get less in the votes right. Than Mitt Romney? Huh? Did he get more votes than Mitt Romney? You're saying? Let me check that up. Keep talking. So, um, I don't think he. I don't think he set records until the re-election. In the re-election, he got more votes than any Republican in history, uh, and that's part of the fodder. That's part of how can everybody in his party win, and not the person who should have. Uh, led the charge, how could he lead the Republican Party in victories, almost undefeated in the House and the uh, majority in the Senate, 
not the majority of the Senate, but the majority of the guys, Republicans who were up for re-election in the House and the Senate won. And therefore, it's usually associated with an incumbency and what they call cocktails in politics. How can this be the exception in 2020? How can Trump's cocktails exclude him? That's what really mind boggles anybody who no, he got No, Trump got two million more votes than Romney. Yes. So that was the record. And Romney, I didn't think, I didn't think Romney did that well when he ran against Obama. I know that Obama did worse from his first time to his second time. He won by six the first time and only won by 2.6 the second time. And all the Mormons refused to vote at all. <laughs> because, they even got more votes. Than, sorry, uh, I totally misspoke. Three million Republicans did not vote at all because Romney was a Mormon. Whew, saved myself. Hello, <laughs> that was the first Fetterman moment on Blink Radio You're today. You're doing good today. Yeah, I'm a less yeah. Fetterman. I was struggling there in the beginning. Sometimes it's your fault. You know, you throw me down a rabbit hole that I'm not prepared you to talk about. You get intellectually destroyed by facts and logic. Yeah, uh-huh. Your facts and your logic. Manny the Rock destroyed by Alejandro, socialist, using Manny, facts no, and logic. I become logic. Manny the Pebble yeah. when attacked by... Destroyed. Rodeo. Rodeo. Rodeo socialist. Traumatized. <laughs> Domestic <laughs> batteried. Instead of rabbit hole, to rat hole. Rat hole. Uh, do you consider yourself growing up here at all since you left for such a long time and then came back? Do you find yourself a key rat? I like this is probably the best place around Miami because you can actually walk. Yes. And that, that's important to me is yes. just the feeling of walking. Walking, yeah. Like it's just kind of crazy in the rest DC, of Miami. DC is somewhat like that? Or? It, you can walk and then you take Metro. Like, you know, there, there's something really emotionally cleaning about walking like yes. it's like meditation it's, most people don't appreciate that until they they're in their 60s or 70s they really don't like um and you do people in new york also i imagine like the walking as well so and i are the keys are nice the keys are nice i i was never i had a lot of friends who lived in key biscayne a lot of family who lived in so, so you didn't have any high school childhood here no child um, no child so you left no you were in miami and then left to dc yep. or just like that? And when you were in Miami, what part of Miami were you living in? Kendall. Julie, good old Kendall, the vast west of I would walk around, I would walk around the suburbs a lot there. It was like a really locked up gated community. And you left at, how old were you when you left the D C? Elementary school? Let me think, school. let me think, let me think. You weren't in high school. High school was all no, D C I was fourteen. So middle school. Yeah. You're a freshman. Probably even, yeah, freshman. So 14, freshman? No, and I was still in middle school because uh, I repeated first grade. Hey, same with me. Yeah. I was a uh, 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 John Fetterman moment. You I call was, it a Fetterman moment? I see ADHD symptoms in you. Really? I was never dying. Brother. I don't think they came up with that one yet, but maybe they could have. The way you kind of get distracted sometimes, the way you're able to do good radio by going off in the tangents and going down and thinking about stuff, it strikes me as very ADHD. I kind of feel like the way I look at it is I feel like we have caveman brain. Like so we, Plato's we, cave? No, no, caveman. Oh. Ooga, ooga, booga. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm Fred. I'm by Hey, Barney. Why don't we come over here and uh, <laughs> uh, and have this run of service? Well, like, well Fred, uh, I don't think so. 
That's and pretty good. I, That's a pretty good impression. Yeah, I can also do that with Yogi, which yeah. kind of sounds the same. Hey, hey boo boo. Hey, boo boo. You want to come and take the picnic basket? Well, I don't know, Yogi. We're just, we're just average bears. Hey, boo boo. I'm thinking about voting for John McCain. Oh, no. <laughs> I did that. I couldn't. Uh, you know who I voted for in the primaries of that election? Hmm. Newt Gingrich. Of course he did. Yes. Of course he did. Newt, you know, Newt spends time in Cuba's game from time to time. Really? Yeah. He has family members that live here. Anyway, I got to meet him once at the good old Dona Gallery. So my, my friend um, was pointing out around his neighborhood where Jeb Bush lives. Oh, you lived in there, in that part of Gables? His, That's more friend, Palmetto yeah, Bay, though. Yeah. No, it's so actually it, Pinecrest. It, it, it's funny. Pine Crest, this Pine kind Crest. of is a right-wing capital. Yeah. Uh, it's bizarre because it's a purple district. It's, uh, but it's, everybody likes money here, so they eventually have very right-wing sympathies. Like, it's more culture, than likes money. Has. You know, it's that this place is super libertarian. Who? Florida. Oh, as a whole. Yeah. Is oh. that Florida is very because culturally. here where this is Biden country, man. Uh, uh, All Florida, but, but Florida is very libertarian. You know, they're very much pro like drug legalization and all this stuff. And stand your ground, baby. And stand your ground, but they want privatization. They don't have any real much gay hangups, but they're very religious. Uh, it, it's interesting. I really do feel like I'm a Florida guy. I was raised in college. I got the libertarian values, but through your stu- your philosophical studies. Uh, during this time, but I really do feel like, like I'm politically very Florida inspired. Like a lot of my attitudes are kind of inspired as a Floridian, but I feel like I get what they're talking about up north. But sometimes I don't, I don't see eye to eye with a lot of Northerners. Like, I you will never get a Northerner to agree with me on like. You mean North and Mason Dixon? Yeah, pretty much. Because um, you're right on v- there. Virginia and above is what I consider to North. Okay. Virginia and above. Because to me, Virginia is just filled with. Like, well, it's, it's a Mason Dixon line between yeah. Virginia and Maryland. Is that those guys are never going to get me to agree to things like a lot of their fantasies about banning guns. <gasps> I'll never be on board for that. Um, I mean, they're so crime ridden. Why wouldn't they want to defend themselves? Why do they think the gun kills because people? The, the when talk, it's not, it's they the talk people. about the. That kill go- people. It's talking about the guns going into this area. Is that what makes it more dangerous? Um, you have to understand they're a lot more depressed up there because the weather is not as nice. So they take the booze, alcohols. So and fentanyl. a lot of these people have a lot of like fentanyl poisoning. I wouldn't call it fentanyl poisoning, but like, how do I put it? Like I, I saw a comedian say it best is that people down here they're very patient, but they're very intolerant, and then people up north they're very tolerant, but they're very impatient. Hmm. So, yeah, I got to think about that one for a second. So uh, it's kind I, of what you see up north. Is kind. I know of, that Cubans are very impatient, but that Cubans uh, are the worst of both worlds. They're intolerant and impatient. Yeah, we're in our own cultural ecosystem, and then we don't really get what other Latins don't get, and neither one get it because neither one of them going to understand what it is to. Truly be resentful beyond your standard political resentment. I, it's really bizarre, man. It's <laughs> it's something that people don't get when it's not happening to them until it does happen to them. And it's, uh, like many things, you really don't know how good you got it until you don't. 
or you don't really know how bad you got it until it's staring you in the face. Uh, Cubans get it. You know, I'm not born in Cuba, yet Cuba lives inside me in this bizarre way. And yet when I meet Cubans of today who have just gotten out of Cuba, I'm so sad for them because they're not the Cubans of my parents that are rich in culture, manners, and deliberate in their, in their desire to, to do right and do things uh, in the name of family, in the name of your name, in the name of your, I don't know, your reputation. And the new Cubans just grab, 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 smash and grab, survive, 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 skirmish, squander, skirmish again. Um, I mean, I get where that's coming from. From though. hunger. I, I, I get from where communism. That's com- I get where that's coming from. Um, imagine dropping one guy on Instagram today. He's not angry. He's kind of being joyous. And he's saying, please, my fellow Cubans, when you come to America, please don't drive until you go to driving school. <laughs> and it shows his car smashed up against his house by his friend who went out in his car without a driver's license and he crashed into his house because he stepped on the gas instead of the brake because the guy wasn't driving in Cuba. He didn't have a car in Cuba. Therefore, when he got a car, it was driving too fast and he smashed into the guy's house. So to show you how bad it can get in a, co- in a communist country without borders, because Cuba's like the worst of the communist countries. I mean, second to North Korea, Cuba's got to be there. It's got no boundaries, no way of getting any type of subversion going. It's just water all the way around. Well, that's what's, this, is what, this is what people refer to as command control economies, is that this is kind of one of the benefits of the United States, is that with a democracy, you get to kind of have a more flux and change. Like, we kind of get to correct course. Sure. When you have kind of a dictator... Or a guy who's just there forever. My way or no way. It's my way or no way. And it's kind of, there's almost a benefit to democracy, is how I look at it. It's like. So that's what makes you a democratic socialist? Yes. Is that like, I, because it's, I I saw Cuba firsthand and I saw a lot of these places that I came from. Um, And I. When did you travel to Cuba? I'm looking for, I'm planning it. Oh, you haven't, you haven't, you're like me, you haven't been there yet. I have family in the, who's still part of the Revolutionary Guard. Yeah, I had, uh, on my mom's side, I had MiG fighters that went to Angola. And uh, one of them... They did a good job there. One of my first... They were heroes. Oh, God. <laughs> one of my... They one of my, they one of my first cousins, man, has a lot of children from a lot of different women from Africa. And Woo! Yeah, really amazing. And uh, it's not fun to see my mom's last name associated with... Make fighters, Communist Party officials, and uh, basically hardcore revolutionaries, and their first cousins. And if we were to talk to them today, more or less my Nelson age. Nelson Mandela thanked Castro. He was a commie just like him, yeah. 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 Supported him. Supported him. My, I, I, I think Nelson, Nelson Mandela, in his day of revolutionary status in South Africa, I don't think he had much of a choice. But to get support from the Communist Party, yeah. because I, the Americans weren't going to support him. So. Americans are all over the place in that conflict. It was just too racial here in the States for them to support Mandela in South Africa. It was just tensions were, the, the, the racial tensions in America were just still very high. We, we had a tough time, man. It was a tough, tough time to wean 
the United States from segregation. Just, my God, the South got their butts kicked in the Civil War. They lost, and yet you still had to impose. They, they, they lost. And the, still impose Jim Crow. They lost the battles. And they still. But they won the war, if you ask me. Why? Why would you say they won the war? Because they because, got their way? Because they got their way. They tricked every... Like, it wasn't until... Yeah, like, Jim Crow lost. I, I, it was made like, life miserable yeah. for them. Even I, though they lost. It was until I got into college that, like, before I really believed that... I really believed the Civil War was a complicated issue. I was like, well, Lincoln was a hero for ending slavery. But it was complicated what happened. But then it's like you go back and you read the literature. Oh, it's explicitly clear. Like, they're like, yes, we are racists. We, yeah, Dixiecrats. Yeah, yeah, they were like, we are racist. Like integrating the black man into the world of a white man will destroy us. Like yeah. they were very crystal clear about how they felt. And then shortly afterwards, my God, we needed three constitutional amendments just to get them to adhere to losing. Adhere yeah. to well, the... they attacked first. Did oh. you know this? They attacked several American um, armories. They Absolutely. attacked them and they stole all of the weapons. So every single point of like. They started the war, then they lost it. Like, completely, completely, completely. Um, Plus, they were even, shipping... Even Sherman, who some argue was, like, the most brutal figure of the war, was, like, telling Southerners, like, you don't want to do this. Like, you have no idea what you're asking for. You don't want to do this. And Sherman was known as, like... Sherman. Sherman. General Sherman. Yes. Like, he was so brutal that, like, the slaves saw him as, like, a Moses figure that was sent by God... Hmm. To like punish their enemy, and was he known to uh, bring blacks into the Confederate army or no? No, no, he was a northerner. Wait a second. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, excuse me, I stand corrected. So now I need you just to elaborate more. He was a northerner that blacks, even though they got to the north to be free, the question still saw uh, it's still clear in my head because is that your phone? Uh no, mine's on mine's on uh mine's on vibrate. Where is that coming from then? Anyway, Sherman did he bring blacks into the Union army? That's a good question. I don't know. Uh because blacks did fight on behalf yeah, of the north. But if he was so racist did he keep them No, from... he wasn't race. He wasn't He was racist against the Indians. He went to do on the commit atrocities during Manifest Destiny. Um But but like he was seen as a savior. To blacks because he was freeing yeah. them in some bizarre because, way because he was like kicking the crap out of the South. He was like burning their crops, and he was more popular than Grant until Grant was given title over the entire Union Army. Correct? Grant, Grant's kind of like the first came out of nowhere. Grant, Grant is like a success story. It's kind of inspiring. Yeah, because he was because he was like a drunk, rich kid with nothing going on in life. Like he was just flailing through. <laughs> well, that's he, interesting. I didn't know he was. I didn't know he was from wealth. Let me double check that. I just assume a lot of people who get to be president in that day and age were... No, I don't assume those things because, quite frankly, there were more poor people than there were rich people. So I know that the first presidents, you're right in saying... They were the absolute elite, yeah. Yeah, they, and they were probably very decent in not staying in power. They actually adhered to... Yeah, he went to West Point. So, yeah, he probably was. Uh, yeah, he went to West Point, yeah. So that means he somewhat he was somewhat affluent. That's a good pick on your part because I, yeah. I might have assumed that, but didn't really know that. I can't because it's funny. There's a lot of people who do really good in the beginning of their life, and then they just fail. Blow up. Blow they blow up. up. Like they don't. They never recover. 
But what I've kind of seen is that like the people who are losers starting out, they're the ones who are able to get a hold of them. Yeah, they, ha- they have an epiphany. They have an epiphany. They have an epiphany. Absolutely. A victory defeats a lot of people in life. Makes you, yeah. When you a victory bo- is a big, like... This it's, it's called rock bottom. You get rock bottom, and you snap out of it, and you stand up, and you pull your boots. But, but even so, like, a lot of people who are born used to being winners are getting what they want. I see you crushed them. I see a lot of people crushed by Yeah, victory. they become defeated. Well, they, they, they encounter something offset. Because it's like, how do I put that? Like, you're a pretty good debater. Like, I can't give you a ground. That's why I have to be a little bit nasty. <laughs> but, like, I've talked to people. It, confessions from the left. But, like, I t- I've talked to a lot of, like, big city liberals who, like, you know, who go to law school who are, like, high-holding, you know, college degree, like, college jobs. Like, you know, they're part of academia. They're, they're in the intelligentsia, right? And they're just super-duper unprepared for pushback. Yes. Incredibly unprepared. For any sort of like, no, like it, I think it, go further than that. How about oh no, hell no. Unfortunately, in in my particular political camp, I have it easy to debate. Well, you guys, I have I have the proof that the the philosophies and the intents behind the philosophies simply do not work. The conservatives are trained well because you guys are trained kind of by Plato. You guys read a lot of. Or like, we're going back to Plato's cave. Yeah, no, because it's important. Because by the way, you, you, ta- you, you by the way you taught me Plato's cave. Thank I, you. I um, for those who don't know, Plato's cave is the allegory of learning things. That you start out in the cave and you're seeing imprints of shadows. However, you need to leave the cave to see where the sun is shining on the objects. So you have an ability to reference now and understand. And the point is, is when you go back into the cave, people don't understand you at all. This is the allegory of Plato's Yeah, because you have context and they don't. Yeah. But more or less, I, I, I've seen that conservatives know what they believe in. They like what they believe in. They don't want to change their minds. But you guys... And nobody can prove them that they're wrong because it is... You don't want to be proven wrong. That's the thing. So you, no, tra- uh, you're, you train yourself but why with do you rhetoric. Guys, why do you guys eliminate the very fact that we haven't had a shot at this? Remember, oh my God. there was, remember <laughs> there was a country, there was just as many years as a country without an income tax than with an income tax. Income tax started in 1913, and it was 1%. Real conservatism has never been tried. It's a new one I've heard. That, that, that's something that people accuse the left of doing a lot, which is that they go, real communism has never been tried. See, I don't play that card. I don't play that card. I look at the policy. You're still trying to seek pure communism. I get it. But, like, they say communism has never been tried, right? Because our, our anarchism has never been tried. Or even libertarians. But I've never seen a conservative go, real conservatism well, has never been tried. Well, people, people before the War of Independence felt the king was anarchistic. That's what forced American Ooh. colonists. You know, the, the Patrick Henrys of the world, they're the ones who said, wait a second. We are already free on this side of the world. We came out here to be free. We are already enjoying our freedom. And the, you're, that was the ascendancy of the pilgrims. And you're starting the, to tax us and tell us who you that the king is sovereign in these lands? No, man. Because the, we're free people over here. These you want to fight? And the, then we fought. These were the pilgrims. The pilgrims got here, and in their charter, they said they have citizenship because they've rationally accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And then on top of that, they said the kings did not have any real right to control or own these lands because they merely conquered it. 
which is really interesting because you get this is kind of a left wing Christianity that you see here. Like it, it's kind of its own. Yeah, until until they go to church and find that all the skinny guys are in the front row and all the fat guys are in the back rows because the fat guys are coming late to church but, but this, and the skinny guys are plotting all the land and working it and the fat guys are eating off the skinny guys' lands. And they said, the hell with this collective communal crap. We're going to meet our obligation and be bound by our fruits. Thus, the you know, legal name. That everybody time is- out. Thus, the legal name for plots of land to this very day was established back then. The longitudes and latitudes of plots of lands are called meets and bounds to this day. He who does not work does not eat. That's true. You can always have fentanyl. You know who said that? Please Pretty tell much everybody. <laughs> Don't tell me George Bush. Oh, uh, no. Um, Jesus Christ said that. Um, oh, thank God. Uh, and Vladimir Lenin. And everyone of every political persuasion has pretty much said, he who does not work does not eat. Oh, so you're except, saying that Jesus Christ was political. Except, the, yeah. except really the anarchists are the only people who would not agree with that. They believe we take it all. Well, they don't want to work. They don't want to work, so they just, how do they plan to feed themselves? Let's ask one. Let's ask one. It's a... I mean, don't you? They, ever- they, 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 they like they like the idea of like everybody on the farm working at the farm, you know. So they do believe in communes. They they do communes pretty much, and, and and to be fair, a lot of them do pull their weight in these sorts of organizing stuff. But what I don't see out of it is I don't see how you get that apparatus to get that delivered to everybody. And industry, how do you make cars? How do you well, make planes? How do you make? Trains. How do you make computers? You, you can still do that with workers because workers are the ones who pull their weight. Um, well, you can do it in China. You see, I, it. I think you also see that with Musk is that Musk had Musk has been revealed to be a terrible coder with Twitter after he fired everybody. Yeah. So he needed those coders. So you know, I, I think there is like positions of benefit to management. I I just don't think management ought to be so much more well paid. Like, yeah, I, I mean, when you go back to coding. We can go on that subject that you're free to have all the remaining 30 minutes because I know nothing about coding. But I've seen a friend of mine develop his website, and I see how he cuts and pastes codes, and he's an engineer by training, so I can see how he can grasp it. But what I see is a complete bunch of hubbubaloo of symbols and letters and numbers and parentheses, and how do, how do you know that you've cut and you paste enough to get your action to be executed. That's what blows me away. And then you oh. to get it to play. It doesn't play like you want. And you know exactly, go back to the cut and paste and cut a little bit more. How do you guys do that? That's incredible. It's just you... From what I've done, I, I did HMTL back in the days and I haven't coded since. I bet everything's changed. But it's really like learn the inputs. Like it's really... Wherever you see the word input, you know from there to there. It would say well, input. It's understanding what triggers what. And it's understanding because when something doesn't line up in coding, it just simply doesn't work. Right. So it's going to make sure everything follows. We could get a coder to explain it because I'm nowhere near. I put up a website back in like 2000, which was a totally different time. Oh, yeah. Um, I found the answer to the Sherman question. Okay. Um, for those just tuning in right now, he asked a really good question. Did Sherman let um, African-Americans into his army? He did not. 
he did not trust blacks to fight yet, were his own words. Wow. So, when, uh, please, now that you're on that page, what was the year, specifically, that blacks entered the Union Army to defend the North against the South? That's... Well, there have always been black regiments. The right. question you're asking is when the segregation in the army. No, entered. if Sherman did not, who did? That's the question. So you're okay. So the question is who led the black-led armies um, here? Yeah. Therefore, does your previous site say when Sherman was saying no? What what, year, is, what um, years were these? This was 1864. Okay. So, so 1864, he personally did not uh, command over black troops. Okay. So then. I'd like to know if before or after that point there were black regiments. And I have to assume yes, but I don't know for sure. There have been black regiments for a while. Um, we know Even the we, start of the war. Well, they've been around for a very, very long time. Um, the Buffalo Soldiers also come in mind when you talk about Manifest Destiny. Yes. This was the, um, these were the black soldiers who were fighting Indians. Yes. Um, so you had black regiments until, I want to say... Vietnam was the first time the we were desegregated in a war. But no, but you had bombers that were... Yeah, Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah. No, no, but the first time we were desegregated. That was under Eisenhower. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, Eisenhower was the one who desegregated the, the military. And that's why I said to you many shows ago that had we passed his version of the Civil Rights Act, there wouldn't be the grotesque inner city welfare state that there is today as a result of LBJ's 1964 Civil Rights Act. Eisenhower's 58 Civil Rights Act was squashed by the Senate president, who was Lyndon Baines Johnson, who said, you know what? I'm going to use this to run for president. And guess what? He got stonewalled. Why? Because John F. Kennedy appeared on the stage and stole it from him. And Kennedy was smart enough to make him his vice president to get him out of his hair. And Guess what? No Civil Rights Act, period. Not until LBJ came to power. And therefore, the moral of the story is, don't trust the Democrat. They ain't telling the truth. They will give you money that's not theirs. They'll give you enough of it that you'll keep on voting for them until they have to take it away from you. Because there ain't no more money. Because the food lines have now started. And guess I'm still what? waiting on those food lines. I'm still I'm, waiting on those food lines. Well, you I'm saw, still, you saw still, the practice run during COVID. You saw people. Right, rent. and why did that happen? Because there is a disease that reverence the country. Still hey, food so, lines. So good, good on Trump still? for handing out the Trump checks. That probably bought him a lot more time than he would have otherwise. I think it uh, was a terrible mistake. And it crushed the Western economies, and that should have never been shut down. I said it then. You guys are just so ideologically positioned against any sort of handoff. Well, you get you get COVID inside, not outside. You don't get it roaming around outside. You don't get it at concerts in open air. You don't get it. People at football. did get them at concerts, actually. There indoor, was a smash indoor. There, there was there was an outdoor smash. There was an outdoor smash mouth concert. Interesting words to put next to each other. Yeah. Uh, and there was a COVID break, I think. I can double-check that. I, I, I can believe, double-check I believe, that, I believe I that would be true once the pandemic is in full throttle. I think any mass amounts of people anywhere, especially in those smash-mouth-type places where they're bouncing off each other, aren't those aren't those, those sound uh, music, boom, boom, boom concerts where they're, everybody's hopping around and bouncing around and stuff? It's all laser and laser attractions and... Music and coordinated and DJs and all that. 
All right, never yeah, mind. I was once you're, wrong once about you're that. that close together, I was not, anything I, is possible. I was wrong about that. But, but uh, yeah, I don't even have to refer to that. I can just say Trump met a bunch of people outside who all ended up getting COVID later. He had... Uh, so he met those guys outside and they still all got COVID. That was the day of, uh, the day of uh, Coney Barrett being introduced as Supreme Court Justice. And it was out, you're right, it was in the Rose Garden. And, but they went inside to eat and celebrate and, and toast, and everybody came out of there with COVID, which led me to believe, here comes a conspiracy, that they spread it on him. They wanted him to get COVID so bad since he had talked it down because he didn't want the panic. And what is the or president? Or he was so uncareful about it that he just ended up catching it. Well, I don't believe the uncareful thing because nobody that I know of who was really careful can claim that they haven't gotten COVID. They all get it. I'm one of the few I people. I haven't. I haven't gotten it either. And uh, although there was one time where the I The God smiled upon me and said, you are virtuous enough to not be touched by the plague. You alone shall not be hurt as the world is turmoiled. I don't you think I don't think uh, Bernie got COVID either. Yeah, no. It could be that you. So just, that, that's a, that we are the chosen people. He's the Moses. We are the chosen. He is Moses. Bernie Moses. It actually has a has a. a, a I mean, they're a both, ring to it. They're both kind of Jewish guys who are leaders. Yeah, Bernie. <laughs> Moses. Bernie Moses. They were both Jews. Yeah, Bernie Moses or Moses Bernie. You think he runs again? I think he should. I think he's doing. I think he's doing his best work now. You think, you think the rip him off? That's two in a row now. You think he'll go for a three as a charm? Nah, I don't think he should. He's too old. He's doing good work right now with Biden. He's gotten a lot of our stuff through. He's good at being Biden's friend to kind of push more things in there. And get your generation to keep on following him. Yeah, I mean, listen, he made he made countercultural politics respectable. Like beforehand, you weren't really allowed to say you weren't really allowed, like, you know, you said about Nelson Mandela. I remember after Nelson Mandela died, I was like, Mom, like, why is everyone talking about him like he was peaceful? Like, yeah, maybe he was in the right. Maybe he did the right thing, but it's like, why are we talking about him like Mahatma Gandhi? And she looked incredibly uncomfortable at me at that. Like, I, I, I remember so many times where it was just like... Did your mom is someone who would know? Yeah, my, my mom's knowledgeable. She's a smart cookie. So she likes the subject matter. Yeah. But, like, you know, it, it didn't occur to her that, like, it was like, oh, right, Mandela was like that. Like, no, beforehand- she's Cuban. She thinks that Mandela's a communist and that's it. <laughs> yeah, she, that, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I know what you're referring to was the big Mar- fight. Martin Luther King but the big and fight, Yeah, but she saw him as, like, a Martin Luther King figure. Like, you know, it didn't really, or Muhammad Gandhi. Like, it didn't really occur, like, you know, this was a guy who took up arms, who allied with Civil disobedience. People. Civil disobedience. That was more gone. He he, but he did it too. My God, he's been his whole life. This is the guy who cited Gaddafi and Castro as his most helpful allies. Woo! Um, you know, but like you know, we weren't really allowed to talk about this aspect of his liberation movement. You know, we weren't really allowed to point out like, oh, you know, protesting. You know, you just follow the line and you do what you have to. Nothing's ever been accomplished by protesting you know, violently or disrupting. And it was just like, wait a minute. No, we got the nine to five, you know, we got workers rights, you know, we got weekends off. These weren't things we had before, you know? So back then before Bernie plus overtime pay. Yeah. So before Bernie, you know, 
to be able to talk about stuff like gay rights or any of the child labor laws or any of the socially progressive stuff, you had to go out of the Demo- to the Democrats. You had to go get down on the Democrats on one knee, you know, cut off a finger and go, pretty please, can these people have rights? And they're like, I'll get back to you. Vote for, vote for me in the meantime. Vote for me in the meantime. That's what it used to be before Bernie. Is that like we could do nothing to get out of line? Like, man, I remember um, after Prop Eight was passed. Please uh, explain to the audience. Prop, Prop 8. Eight was a proposition banning same-sex marriage in California. I remember um, there were gay couples getting like you know doing their proposals on the street to hold up traffic, and in a gay documentary, they were lambasting these types of people. They were like, "Okay, we get it. You've made your point." Blah blah. Like. The, the tone for civil disobedience or civil disagreement with your superiors in society, your, your elected leaders, was none. You were not allowed to. You know, you know, you, you could go to some fringe movement and call Bush a fascist, but then you'd be next to Alex Jones. You'd be next to anti-vaxxers. You'd be next to, like, washed-out 1960s countercultural people. Like, you, you were around the loons if you had anything to really criticize those in power meaningfully. I remember. Um, and you believe that Bernie Sanders is not a loon? No, Bernie Sanders um, was a guy with a decorated history in politics. This is a guy who defended um, the Sanderistas after their imprisonment and torture to, I think, the New York Times that betrayed him disparagingly. You know, when Sanders got up there and he was like, no, I think these are people of real political convictions. They got tortured for it. You know, that... That brought authenticity to what we were saying, you know, and also no longer, authenticity to the Sandinistas. Yeah, but like no longer who are dirtbag no, communists. No, but like take take it for this beforehand, you know, if you had something to say about like probably the handling of the government of Israel, of how they were handling certain checkpoints, now it's gone to a point where even the neocons have distanced themselves from Bibi, right? So a lot of people. Someone showed that they had to put them back in power because things were getting out of hand again. So it, that was because a lot of young people did not vote. Um, so you kind of had this temperament politically that, like, don't rock the boat, don't shake the system. All of our bad guys in comic books are people who wanted to change things too much, who just didn't know how to be nice. Are you saying that of, of your group? Or of my the- generation, yes. Like, the X-Men, the bad guys were the... The bad guy was, like, a guy who was very anxious about the people who were born with superpowers, mutants, to get along with the humans. And he was vilified for rocking the boat. He was vilified for, like, looking out for the mutants. This is in a comic book called The X-Men. Yeah. It, it was the big comic book back in the day. And the X-Men were this paramilitary group of superheroes who just met the middle ground with the humans who wanted to pretty much get rid of them. You know, they weren't really interested in the solutions, but the X-Men just made sure everybody got along. You know, these were the stories that we were told growing up. And... For what I feel is like, no, I want the spirited debate. I believe in the marketplace of ideas. I want to sit down with a conservative. Wait a second. That, that, that calls for... Yeah. Did you just say marketplace of ideas? Yeah. I, I, I believe in... I believe in working you save on... the show. I believe in getting my rhetoric stronger. I believe in understanding the opposition. I believe in confronting things. It's, but it's ultimately this: it's even if you believe in such things as well, just pay, pay goddamn you play your pay your your fair share. Well, it, 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 even if you believe in such things as justice, or you know, you have to fight. You can't back down. 
And I, I think that's something that, like, we got to all do. Like, if you believe in your part, like, you have to accept that fighting is just going to come part of it. And that democracy... Yeah, but, but at the same time, you were really anti-Iraq war, anti-Afghanistan, anti-the-military, and yet you want to stand up and fight Antifa style. I don't get it. That's like a duplicity of ends there. I mean, how... I mean, um, who who is affecting... Who's affecting inflation? Who is affecting my people's ability to get a house, to get a home, to It all start starts a with energy independence. It's But it's the economy. It's the people who hold the economy. Energy independence. So people like Saddam Hussein If you have to pay too relevant. much for gas, people that like applies Saddam to Hussein, everything. Who you admitted were pretty much propped up by the United States to keep we, Iran at bay. I already bay. told you many times. We are more likely to go after an ally than a friend. I mean, than an enemy. And that's the problem. It is a problem. It, that's the problem. That's the problem. We with, should have gone after Iran after September 11th. That's the problem. Not with, Iraq. That's the problem with our economy. But like, no. But I, it's I, driven I, by military. You're saying it's not. It's not even driven by military. It's it's driven by greed. Yeah, it's a greedocracy, according to Gecko Wall yeah. Street. Yeah. So like, that's a centralized problem. Like, you're incentivized to be as greedy as possible. We. We are conditioning the cheaters to win. But we are also the most giving, donating, contributing factor among the human race. And that's the, a good thing. The, Ameri- I, 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 the American I, I, people. You I, understand I, that. Yeah, yeah. We out-donate all people by billions of dollars. Who in the hell, first of all, can you think of a nation that pays its debt the United States back that doesn't get it re uh, resurface their loans? Who pays their debt back? But that, that's more or less the thing is that like I don't see this as a contradiction because like, I, I know a lot of people and I completely get where they're coming from where they get really angry at their country. You know, they're like, oh, you know, we've been founded off theft. You know, we're, we're no really better. We're the worst country ever. But I, I don't see it like that. I see it as like kind of a fulfillment of American values. I see it as kind of like getting rid of the contradictions in our attitudes. You know, at how how can we call ourselves like a compassionate country when we are struggling with a lot of attitudes about homelessness? You know, we've got to make it a way so people get it together that we don't treat people with drug addiction problems. Like they're crim- like they're violent criminals, you know. Well, they, they do commit violent crimes. Yeah, because they have health problems. So it's that, I mean, that's how I look. Walking at it. into McDonald's and with a with a hammer in your hand that's that's pretty de- deadly. Or just uh, or a machete. I mean, I I think the bigger or problems sword. are the suppliers. You know, there's there's ways to do it. If we keep targeting addicts, it's because deep down. We want someone to hurt. I don't think we're really targeting addicts. I really don't. We're allowing them to sit on the street and live in 10 houses all over California, Washington State, Oregon, D.C., Chicago, you name it, to the point where the natural organic economy is disappearing on us because people just can't do business when there's all that all around them. And we're allowing it to uh get to a point where it's unmanageable i think we're there already i don't think the homeless crisis has even a, a, a way to figure it out without busing people out of these places and somebody's going to say that that is anti-civil right i mean you're denying people the civil rights if you don't allow them to sit on the street 
And well, no, some no, serious... for example, you know who struggles more when they're homeless? Is men. Because they're seen as more I of a I think threat. their parents no. struggle the most with homeless. They know they have a homeless child somewhere. They don't know where they're at, but they know they're homeless. Those are the ones who suffer the most, the parents of homeless I, people. I, I would go the homeless people themselves. The kids Not really. Of, they're the kids, no, the kids of homeless people stru- suffer the most. Oh, absolutely. So, not like, it, it's, how do I put it? Like, you're Christian, right? No, I'm Catholic. Same thing. No. Yeah, but you same. believe in Christ. Christ teaching. Jesus Christ who died yeah. for my sins, yeah. The first, the last shall be first and the first shall be last. Like, we, like, I, I see it as the fulfillment of the Christian values that I was raised with, that I still agree with. That, hey, our duty is to those with the least. Our duty is to those you know, you know what I find. Me. You know what I find really sucky. But that if we are to adhere to that, what you just said, then tax deductions for charitable contributions should be one hundred percent, and they're not. They're only twenty, twenty-five. Yeah, but then that leaves people not paying taxes. That's the problem with charity. Is that charity is good, but then the problem is is that a lot of these companies use charity as an excuse not to pay taxes. If so, if you, in other words, if you're in disagreement with me, so it shouldn't be 100% tax deduction. No. Yeah. So if, if you just give away tax, if you just do charity, then why not? You, you, no, because you're. Here's the thing about the tax, government doesn't have to spend no, money on that. Here's the thing about taxes in society, is that these things exist systemically. You know. Elaborate. Like, because I don't right now you don't uh, you don't have me convinced. We, we, you agreed with me a long time ago about how the government taxpayer is using your money through a system that makes us unhealthy because we're subsidizing and producing mostly corn. Right? We're still Wow, fr- you really went general and into a very specific but, Yeah, but like so the thing. So one of the things I don't have patience. I'm trying for. to save the audience there. You're you're on a wild wild goose chase. What the hell do you mean when taxes is systemic, but then you... Taxes, the way we spend taxes and the way we like use our money creates the society in the image that reflects that spending. We have an obesity epidemic because government money goes subsidizes. to corn. Subsidizes and goes to corn. Because and this wheat was, and soybean. Yeah, that these were things that were left around from the Great Depression. And sugar. Yeah. So we see... Well, that, now the audience, I think, can make a correlation. So that's what I mean. So I think I get really annoyed with the health conversation because to me, that's the first thing that has to go, is how we're spending money on food. I don't agree with you. I believe it's how, how we're spending money on welfare, poverty, social services. Yeah, but those people with... Social service. Yeah, it's gone to no, no. The people on welfare. What are they going to do? They're going to buy the cheapest food, which is the unhealthy stuff, which is subsidized by the government. So that doesn't even matter. That doesn't even eliminate the problem. Well, we have that, to go. That's somewhat of a stretch. Because no, it's not. It's going for the problem. Because and it's you also want an increase in minimum wage, which makes those foods more expensive. Because a hamburger at McDonald's will go up two bucks if the minimum wage. For the person well, serving and cooking it. People need to be able it. to live off their labor. 
Absolutely. Yeah, People but you need make, to be able to live off their labor. I understand. So it, but you have to understand that the Big Mac will go up in price. Therefore, the poorest among they've us... Already made the, they've already made the price go up because they want to spend more. It's pretty much been backed well, by tons well, of articles that the inflation that we're currently experiencing is on behalf of corporate greed. It's on behalf of no energy independence. Zero. When you raise the price, we're doing more energy. We're more inter- energy independent now than million, we were ten years we're, ago. We're a million. So I don't even know where million, this is coming from. A million barrels short daily in production in this country since Joe Biden took the presidency, and he's reduced the le- the, the the land leases to explore land. People, dude, Biden campaign being pro fact fracking. Guess what? He lied. <laughs> Good. He's anti fracking now. Bad. Fracking is bad. Fracking's so, bad because that hurts the local ho- Americans who are polluting. So it, it's I don't see it. Let's let, let's look fracking this up. Fracking is let's, very let's efficient. Let's look this up. Let's look this up. Let's look this up. Fracking, fracking is very Joe efficient. Biden. Let's look this up because e, e, no. Okay, first thing that comes up: CNN business. Oh my God! You're gonna listen to them? Go ahead, dude. Maybe. CNN is the most like yeah. corporate backed outlet possible and the least watched. Okay, so I don't. The lowest, the lowest rating. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. MSNBC. You guys just want to punish your enemy. You see everyone well, who doesn't CNN. get into line as your enemy. Nobody sees CNN. Man. They would have been so Only happy. the airports. Yeah, it's true. That's true. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah, Biden and fracking. Go for it. You got 12 minutes. So Biden, okay. Here we go. No, Biden did not ban fracking. Da-da-da. He didn't ban oil production either. He just didn't allow us to produce it. Remember, when we go... So and- he, what he did is that he put a 60-day suspension um, on oil and gas leasing and drilling permits on federal lands unless the Interior Department's approved of them. So this is not a ban. It is a ban. No, it's... They didn't approve it's, them. A, it's an extra step. It's an extra step. Yeah, you believe, it's an extra you believe step. that the bureaucracy in the administrative state... Can I, stop yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. Of there, course, there, there's can. nothing easier than for a bureaucrat to be made more money by after being paid by the biggest industry on the planet. They don't. The poor little industry. The, the poor little biggest industry on the planet. There's nothing the like. Li- there's nothing like a nobody the at the Department of the Interior Energy stonewalling yeah, it, a private it, it, sector I, business. I, I think it's really brave to be able to look at the modern day world and to go. You know who has it the hardest. Not the homeless, not the working man. It's the oil executive. That yeah. is he who struggles the most in this economy. Dilute, denigrate, uh, disparage. He's so wounded. Uh, how am I going? I I've been temporarily roadblocked. It's funny. It's funny. I've been roadblocked for making more exorbitant amounts it's of funny. money. It's funny. You know what's really funny about the these whole? These guys overthrow democracies, and these are the people. Whenever they want. Yeah. You think those are the you people who are struggling for a the moment, most? You think for a moment. Industry. That's incredible. This is the point. That's incredible. This is the point I'm trying to get through to your crowd. You're not hurting Exxon, Chevron, Shell by keeping them from sucking gas from the United States. You're making them richer and richer and richer buying oil abroad on the open markets, including Russia, with all the sanctions. He has gotten rich in the black market to fund his war. Anytime you go energy, energy conscience, 
save the planet, save the environment, and you hurt domestic production, all you make is a lot of money for petroleum companies because they so, would love they love one hundred and twenty dollars a barrel. They love it. Do you want they trade in it? So they could care less. You don't think we deserve a clean world? First things first, you don't. It's cleaner than it's ever been, except for your plastic bags. No, 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 no. What what we have right now is like a global warming epidemic. I don't believe. And you. however, there's less pollution. I don't believe that. I don't and believe there that. is more. I don't believe forests. that. I don't believe that. We have more forests. Oh uh, yeah, but so, we're not. No, no, we're, no, not no. we're not the ones wait, cutting wait, it down. Okay, so one second, hold off, so the audience can hear me because I'm stating facts. Amazon's being so, so, slaughtered. So, so. There, I yes, agree with you, but, but that's yeah. not by the United States. It's by foreign government, and you're going to see how much Amazon's going to disappear by a now under Lula. Who, who went, yeah, who Lula's going to butcher Bolsonaro them. was the most aggressive in the Amazon. Shoutouts to Bolsonaro trying to eat. Hey, to, you know he's in Doral today. Yeah. Oh yeah, I knew he was in Orlando. He came down. He's, the, he's in Doral today. He's at Trump Doral. <laughs> he's a very funny man. He's a very strange man. I find him uh, very evil, but very funny. I find him very, uh, very successful. I find him ripped off and rigged, just like our our brethren. Because Trump. he said so. Because I said. Because so. he said so. Yeah. Oh, because you said so. That's an even better source. Remember, I'm, that's an even. Better- I'm not just Mac. I'm Mac on the rock. As much as you pretend like it's Mac on the pebble, I said so. Yes. Oh, I don't have to pretend. Um, I, in my case, uh, I'm gonna uh, for hypocrisy's sake. I'm not really a person who likes to bash nationalism, but he was a nationalist, so was Trump. But that is not to be confused with the nationalists, fascists. That was Hitler, Mussolini, Allende. I'm not really Allende? Th- yeah, he wasn't even much a chance. Allende? He was more calm. You're right. Oh, I, I misspoke. I misspoke. <laughs> they, 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 they have him. Did you say they killed him or, or killed himself? They forced him to kill himself. Yeah. So, in other words, I misspoke because he was a commie. But the, uh, that argument we had before about the difference between Stalin and not and uh, Hitler, uh, we already made it clear that they were both nationalists. They were in, they were compl- well. Here's the thing, but, but they were I, both I, I was going to end my str- my big solution. I, don't know, for, I really don't my, know why. My I, big solution for I the must confess, company. I have no reason why and no idea why I went there. I don't. My big solution for the uh, Exxon oh, Bolsonaro, yeah. My big solution for the oil companies is that we're going to nationalize them. Barbara Boxer and uh, what's that? Doofus Maxine Waters. Ah, they both said the same thing. See, in the end, he ends the show with three minutes left. Right before the buzzer, he pulls up so for the three do? and air ball, air ball, air what ball. What are you going to do this weekend? I'm going to set up a commune and become vegetarian. Well, we are actually. Ha- I'm actually going to my DSA meeting. Well, could you please explain what DSA means? A Democratic Socialist of America. I know they have a, a giant uh, convention somewhere. Uh, it's not a convention. It's like um, they're doing. Um, there's going to be a meeting. I don't want to say where because yeah, I yeah, know, yeah. It's... I know right wing psychos are probably listening. Woo! We have psychos uh, in the right wing. Oh, that's right. We yeah. clarified that. Yeah. <laughs> right wing psychos, lots of So I'm looking forward to that. Um, how about you? I'm not looking. Shout for- out to my guys at the DSA. I'm not looking forward to you guys meeting anywhere at any place at any time. And, uh, you know, uh, maybe you guys come out of there with a new uh, NFT. Before oh, we you know. don't do NFTs. Those are the crypto bros. Those are yeah. the libertarians. But that's like the perfect democratic socialist currency. 
So it is what it is. And um, Shout out to NFT guys for proving why you need a centralized bank. Thanks, guys. You really proved why we need a centralized bank. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, folks, uh, stay free. Stay I free. I, I have no idea where, where what you're doing this weekend, but does it really matter? As long as you're listening to... Have a great time is what I say. roll. If you like our programming on WSQF 94.5 in Key Biscayne, you can also hear us very far away nationwide, WSQFradio.com. And if you like our audio files and our subject matter, subscribe to YouTube Mac on the Rock Rampage. Take care and stay free.